edition of the one and only podcast that gives you hope, optimism, and excitement for tomorrow because Mike and Leanne have got a plan in place that they know is foolproof, guaranteeing that tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of our lives. It is a pleasure to be with you again. It's the first day of the rest of our lives. I am Michael Govier, and guess who's with me? Lee! Leanne, that, hello! Sounded like I just said me. <laughs> Wee! That's what it sounded like. Yeah. How's it going, hi, Leanne? Guys. It's going good. How are you? Oh, yeah. You want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Yeah, I did. Hi. Hi. <laughs> You got that down. It's really nice. It's got a smooth tone to it. It's right in the comfort zone of my ears. Oh, that's so good. It is. Yeah. Okay. So it's Tuesday. We're recording. This is mm-hmm. the first day of the rest of our lives. We're always trying. We're always making an effort. <laughs> yes. People ask us, we were talking about this before we started the show. What is this show about? And I have just said, it's about connecting with others. You know, it's about that. And I don't know what else to say. What about you, Leanne? Yeah. And then I, (laughs) I guess even though I don't want to be controlling, I have a little bit of that necessity to know what the next step is. So I just wanted to know, okay, how do we plan these out? And what are we going to talk about this week and the next week? And what's the, yeah. So, but I think you're right. I think it's just going to evolve and I'm hoping that maybe like the people that are listening will like email us and say, Hey, you know what I'd love, or you know what my favorite parts are, or I'd like to listen to more of. So if you're out there listening to this and you have any thoughts, we are totally open to it. That's what we really want. And I think that's why I'm struggling with it because you know that we want just connection, but I really want to make sure that we're adding value to people. And I guess I know what I want to hear, but I don't, I don't necessarily care about just telling people what I want to hear. I want to know what they want to hear. So That's beautiful. That was very well said. I wish I could give a clear answer to this. There's times when you just don't know what something is yet. When you start something new, a new project like this, you have to let it evolve, but you also have to have your input and uh, control and all of that has to come together to create, hopefully, something that is enjoyable to listen to, is interesting, entertaining, mm-hmm. but there's no guarantees. And it's not about trying to be famous or to try to be like, hey, look at me. It's really not about that. We just feel not like we have a good rapport and we enjoy talking to each other. And Leanne has a lovely voice. And Aww. sometimes people Thanks. tell me that I have a good voice to listen to. So you not do. to be arrogant. You do. So we try to put that out there and we hope maybe, you know, if people connect with that, great. The, but the content of what we say is what matters most. And mm-hmm. hopefully the messaging is what people get out of this. Mm-hmm. And the more that people can, can connect with us, the more likely it is that we can learn from you and you can learn from us. I mean, that's what this is all about. It's about connecting and learning from each other. I think that's a pretty good premise, actually. I think so too, actually. And what I'm, what I'm really proud, because while you're saying this about like starting a new project, what I'm really proud about is we've been talking about this for our entire, like since September. And because we never really knew what it was going to be or how we were going to do it, then we never pulled the trigger. And so we finally just pulled the trigger. And I think that's kind of, that's a great message to get out there, especially right now. If there's anything that you kind of want to start or want to do just do it and like fumble your way through it so yeah that's a really really good point yeah you just gotta shut up and do it stop yeah. saying well maybe it could be this or blah, 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 blah. no yeah. just do it <laughs> Absolutely. So, we're doing it this yeah. is the first day of the rest of our lives we finally did it yeah first day pod is our handle you can get us on twitter instagram email us First day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod. We're also, are we on Facebook? No. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. We're not, you know, Instagram, One, Twitter, and email. That's the big three. Yeah. One day, maybe. One day. Yeah. Modest Yahoo. That's a great song. Hmm. You know that song? No. 
Oh, that's really good. Modest Yahoo is an interesting character. Do you know oh. who he is? Mm, sounds familiar, but no. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a Jewish rapper. Oh, send yeah. it to me. I will. Yeah. I think he, uh, he's, he's a pretty big deal, I think, in the world. I'm, I don't know all of his catalog. I don't celebrate it or anything. But the show is not a Modest Yahoo tribute show. This is <laughs> the first day of the rest of our lives. And on today's show, we were going to try to focus on routines. Mm-hmm. And when I say try to focus, that's what I mean. <laughs> we'll when try. you have a routine, you try, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it doesn't work out. Why doesn't it work out? What is the mystery of a routine? What are some secrets? So we're going to try to dive into you know, what it means to have a routine, why we have routines, and what are some successful or not so successful ways of creating a routine that is long-lasting and efficient and provides a long-term benefit. So I know that we had some interest on Instagram, right? We talked about yeah. routines and we did a poll. And so let's kind of open up with that. Yeah. So, um, and this is like, this is kind of part of what you were saying that like when we start doing this, that we're going to grow through it too. And so we put it out there that the theme kind of this week would be about routines. And it's made me think a lot more about my routines and my lack of routines and what it means. So the polls that we did, um, we did uh, two of them. One of them was just asking, one of them was asking if uh, you do, especially right now in quarantine, if you stick to your goal or to your routines. And um, 96% of the people said that they do and it's keeping their sanity. And um, yeah, and there were actually, there were a lot of people so it's not like there was one person and they said that and that's 100%. There were actually surprisingly a lot of people that jumped on that poll. I was really surprised. Mm. Um, yeah, I would say probably like 80% of our followers were on there saying you know what they were doing. So that was pretty exciting. Um, and so then I the next poll that I did um, is I asked what they thought was more important, morning goals or nighttime goals. And I think it was like 96% of the people, and still we had a really good showing of the amount of people that, that did that poll. Uh, 96% of them said um, morning. And I think if I were just answering it on my own, I would say morning too. But then because 96% of the people said morning, then I was like, wait, why is nobody saying nighttime? So it really got me to think about it. So how about you? What do you think, Mike? Well, man, so routines are fun to get into because they create a habit and you get comfortable with them, but then at the same time, they can have a negative side to them where you start to feel like you're in a rut. You're in the same old routine. How many times have you said that to yourself? Oh, Mm -hmm. same old routine, nothing changes. I've had that happen many times. Currently, I've been doing the quarantine routine, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yourself, I mean, you've been working still, so you your life hasn't changed beyond you don't leave the house, which is a big change. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge change. But mine, the way that mine's, and that's what made me think about this. The way that mine's changed is my day hasn't changed. I'm still working like on the business every day, um, but now my nights are getting more full because then people are, you know they're wanting instead of us just going for like a coffee, um, you know, once a month because everybody's so busy. Now everyone's like, okay, well let's just meet every week and let's just, which I'm loving. If you're listening to this, do not think that I don't want to do that. I do, but it's filling my nights more. And so now my bedtime is going much later, which is sleep is so important that it's pushing my morning. But then because I still have to get to work, um, I'm I'm losing my morning routine that I used to love and I'm realizing it's really affecting me. So I think when we were doing the poll morning or night, which one's more important, I think the nighttime, it really like sets you up for that morning. Intertwining of morning and night is what you're really saying as opposed to which do you prefer 
you prefer routines at night or in the morning. I mean, that's fair to say. That's how you described it, right? Well, I said, which do you think is more important? And right. so, But you're saying they're connected. They are connected. But mm-hmm. I think that focusing, for me anyway, I thought that focusing on your more, well, oh gosh, now I can't. You know what? So I guess you have to find out what your priorities are. Because I was going to say, focusing on the night routine is way more important because it starts your morning, right? Like if you have a good night routine, then you'll, um, if you have a good night routine, then you'll, you'll get your sleep and then you'll wake up in the morning and then you'll do it. But now I'm thinking maybe focusing on the morning. Okay. So I'm going to say this and then I want to hear what you have to say, because you're like, you're the reason why I get my full night's sleep now, because (laughs) you're always on me about like not I used to like wear it as a badge of honor. Like, oh, I only got six hours of sleep. I'm so busy. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and now I'm like, my body really like feels it. Like I need that. I need seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. And so that's why my morning hasn't, I haven't been doing my morning routine because I'm going to bed later, but then I'm making sure that I'm getting seven and a half hours of sleep. However, yes. maybe that's why I'm not doing my morning routine. Maybe I should focus on my morning routine because it is more important. Like 96% of our followers are saying and focus on that, negate my sleep for a couple nights in order to start my morning routine. And then it'll force me to get to bed earlier. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good that you said I'm, a, I'm an influence on your sleeping patterns. I know you're still struggling. You're always trying, but I've, yeah. most of my life I've tried to get sleep. I've always tried to get the proper amount of sleep. And if I don't have it, I've never been able to function. So therefore... I've just forced myself into the situation of I will sleep because I want to be able to enjoy the day or not even enjoy the day, just be able to converse, uh, do everything I need to do. Sleep has been really important and it's a part of the routine, which I've been really grateful. I, I don't have a lot of bad routines I developed. And if you're talking about morning and night being intertwined and how they connect in routine, I've had years of horrible routines and I'm not proud of that, but I got to be honest. I got to come clean. I'm not going to be sitting here talking about routines and say, Hey, I'm the one who came up with this method and I've been (laughs) killing it. That's a bunch of crap. I've had some unhealthy times. Let's put it like that. (laughs) But I agree. I think you're really onto something, Leanne. I, I don't know if people recognize this at times. I'm sure some people do, but your morning and your night are intertwined. They're connected. It's a symbiosis going on there. What you do at night prepares the morning. Uh, maybe what you do in the morning doesn't affect the night as much. I think the really, it's all about what you do the night before will lead into the next day. But some people may wake up fresh. Say, hey, you know, whatever happened yesterday, I don't, doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with today. That's mm-hmm. also a possibility. What do you think of that? I think that's a possibility. But I think with it, I think then the other key, so it's, they're intertwined. They're both just in, as important. But then I think figuring out what your sleep hour is how many hours of sleep that you need and are you going to prioritize it? And at least in the beginning while you're forming it, because for me, because I've held the, the um, hierarchy, I guess, of them for me is sleep seven and a half to eight hours first. That's number one. Then um, my morning routine, that's number two. And then going to bed at a decent time is number three. And because of that, because if I, oh, shoot, like now it's like one o'clock in the morning or it's 1230 or whatever, and I haven't gone to bed yet. Now, because my morning routine is not prioritized above my sleep, then I lose my morning routine, which means I'm not working out in the morning and I'm not doing my journaling in the morning. And then because I didn't and I still want to put it into my day, then it happens at night. And then I'm going to bed later again. You forget about the sleep maybe for the first couple days, get your morning routine in. Mm -hmm. I'm talking a little bit slower right now because I'm processing all this because I think I might start this tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? Because tomorrow really is the first first day. day, The rest of our lives. Hey, hey. We got to learn to say it simultaneously. We'll figure it out. (laughs) So really, you think... What is this epiphany then? You think you're going to start doing this? 
Yeah, I think, and I might just hide from you how many hours of sleep I'm getting a night just for the first couple of days. <laughs> yeah, you can hide whatever you want to. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, but it's for the greater good. So, it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that's because I've been feeling really, really out of, um, I've been sorts. feeling really overwhelmed. Yeah, out of sorts, sure. So, and I've been feeling really overwhelmed, even though I haven't really been adding, I haven't really been adding a whole lot of extra pressure to me. I just haven't been getting that, that first hour or hour and a half of me time. And I never used to have it. Like I said, I used to sleep six hours a night and it was like, you know, do my thing until two o'clock in the morning and then back up in, at eight o'clock in the morning, get ready, shower, get to the office. Like there was no me time in the morning and I mm-hmm. functioned. But now that I've started incorporating that, I almost now am like going through withdrawal from it. So I think it's affecting my body or my mental state. How long has this been going on? I guess. How long do you think that this I went have, back to? That I you have. Said, you said recently. Yeah. That I have not been doing my morning routine. Yeah. The last two weeks. But you sure? Probably you didn't longer. Notice it before then. Yeah. I just probably. wonder if maybe you did. I'm not saying that's not the case, but. Yeah, maybe longer. And then I have like, but you know what? Another thing that I noticed, and I'm curious if other people are, are notice this, that when the more that you focus on something, um, yes, the more that you focus on something, the more that you see it. But the more that I'm focusing on my routine and more that I'm focusing on like even working out, I never, like I never used to be, a, like I never used to work out at all. Like <laughs> I remember like I worked out that one time with you and then. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And that was fun. That was was, last fall. Yeah. And then I literally went probably like a month or two without even like touching any sort of working out (laughs) apparatus. You remember what happened that time? That was fun. I remember what happened that day. (laughs) I think I was a rock star that day yeah well you were yeah but you weren't feeling that well initially but you you turned it around it was very embarrassing it was first thing in the morning it was early sunday morning the the trainer guy god he was such a nice guy chris yeah chris is great i had to leave the room because i thought i was gonna be sick (laughs) and then he actually like when i came back in the room i didn't realize I really, I guess I made a scene. I didn't make a scene. I was just gone for like, it was, um, what do you guys call that? Like interval? Like it's kind of yeah, like circuit training. Circuit mm-hmm. training. Yeah. So I guess I missed like a full workout or two or something. And when I came back, he's like, have you eaten this morning? I said, no. And so he ended up giving me like a, I called it a, like a power pellet, but I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but I took it. Cause I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. I now want to finish it. However, like when Pac-Man. I, yeah, that's what it always, that's what it reminded me of. I was like, see, that worked. Now I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know you. I, you were certainly like, you're going to show. You're like, oh, I got to show it. I got to show that I can do this. Yeah, even if I throw up all over the mat, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah, did you didn't. Not. That's the great news. It all yeah. worked out. Anyway, then I didn't work out. I didn't do any sort of working out after that for like a month or two. But now in the last few months... Well, COVID's been two months now, right? Almost two yeah. months. So like probably for the last three, four months, I've been incorporating morning workouts and it's, it's amazing. Like it really is super, super helpful for me. Mm-hmm. So when I worked out with you in the fall and then I went like a month or two months without working out, that length of time felt like nothing because I was not focused on working out. It wasn't, it was, was so far from my thought process Um, but now that I'm like thinking about it all the time, I go like three days without working out. And then it's like, I have to get on. So when I say, oh gosh, I haven't worked out in two weeks. I actually like, if I think back to it, I probably have worked out like four times, maybe five times in the last two weeks, you know, but to me, it feels like I have not been on routine because I was not doing it every day, you know? So it's funny how it like, closes in. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, uh, Sir Arthur 
Conan Doyle. Do you know who that is, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? Mm, should I? No, you don't have to. It's <laughs> no, a, don't. It's a yes or no. Mm, the answer is no. Uh, he is the author of Sherlock Holmes. He created that character. Oh, um, he's okay. The, yeah, he's the author of that. Okay. Uh, he referred to life at times being the dull routine of existence. And sometimes we get caught up in that, the dull routine of existence, the day-to-day grind where you just don't feel like, even if you have a routine, it's really just kind of bumming you out. It's not, it's not a net positive for your day. Hmm. And I find that interesting. I, there are a lot of ways to create a routine using, you know, things like uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's a, you, there's a lot of skills with CBT that give you an opportunity to learn new behaviors. And a routine is a behavior, it really is. Mm-hmm. So learning that takes time. And I, I wonder, how do we overcome coming down on ourselves? Getting really... You know, for people who are hard on themselves and if they screw up a day or if, they, if they're doing some type of training program or they are working towards a goal of getting fit or trying to not eat as much sugar or maybe they started a new class and they missed a day, how do you stop yourself from saying, you know what, I made a mistake, I want to keep moving forward? Because I know from me personally, I'll give up. If I hit a brick wall or if I, if I make a mistake one day, I'm like, oh, well, screw it. I screwed up now. Let's just let the whole thing go to hell. Mm-hmm. I think I have, because I was thinking about that this week, actually. It's funny that you're, gosh, I just love it how like, I could just be thinking something during the week and then you bring it up on the podcast. You did that last week on something. I can't remember what it was, but um, anyway. I have my moments. You do. Um So you know how we always talk about little wins? Something, Yeah. So something that I was thinking about is, so we had that 66-day kind of challenge thing. Mm -hmm. And... We blew that. Well, okay. We we have to admit that. I want to be clear. Yes. Okay. But it depends on how we look at success with this because I'm really happy that it's there because it's really been like helping me figure this whole thing out. And I think that's the whole thing is that like in this process, I think you, things happen that give you a little bit more insight and just like you keep getting little, little nuggets of more insight until you're finally like something hits and you're like, yeah, okay, that's it. So with the 66 day challenge, we did this. Okay. I think we talked about it two episodes ago. I was gung ho about it. And then you were doing it. <laughs> you were doing it. You weren't putting it. You weren't tracking it. So I didn't know. So then I gave up because I was like, okay, nobody's doing this. It's fine. But you were, you were being really good about it. So then I said, cause I'm always like trying to figure things out. Right. So then the last episode, I think I said, or it was maybe I'm like one ahead. I don't know. But anyway, in one of the episodes I said, okay, well, I had too many things there. And so maybe I'm just going to focus on one thing. So I just focused on one thing. And of course it was me waking up early in the morning, which was not happening. So it was like, (laughs) fail, fail, fail. Then I realized if you've gone back on it, I've actually, I added more back. I saw that. Yeah. And you know why I did that? Because I thought, of this, and I think this is going to answer your question, at least give us a little bit more insight. Mm-hmm. When I had one thing, so for me, it was waking up in the morning. Every time that I did not wake up in the morning, it was a fail, right? So then it was like, oh, forget it. Like, I'm just not going to do this. Same thing with like, if you're looking at building healthy habits and yours is no sugar, and you just focus on that one thing, no sugar, the moment that you have something that has sugar in it, you're like, great. I lost that day. But when I added more components to it, then it was, okay, so I did not wake up at 5 a.m., but I did get a workout in, Mm -hmm. and I did do this. And so now it was- not a total loss. Not a total loss. Celebrate the little wins, and then you move on the next day, and it keeps you energized to keep going. That's a great idea. That's very, very smart. Yeah. And if you're doing the, the 
healthy eating thing, I encourage you to put in there the amount of water you want to drink because as one of your components, because then it's really easy that at like dinner when you're like, oh man, you know, I I had sugar and I did this and I did that and it was all wrong. And you're like, and I haven't drank any of my water. Super easy just to chug your water right at dinner. You know what I mean? So then at least when you go to bed, I mean, try to space it out before you go to bed guys. Um, but when you go to bed, at least you'll be like, you know what? I drank my water. I did the one step that was healthy. Way to go, Lee. And then move Way on. Way to go. So I think adding, um, when we're doing the components of whatever we're trying to accomplish, put little guys in there that are super easy. You know, one of mine is journal. And I didn't even put in there journal 20 minutes. I just said journal. Get pen to paper, pen to paper and just write something. Because then... Right before you go to bed, even if you're exhausted, you could just be like, hey, it was a really like long day. See you tomorrow. Wow. And you at least did it. So then you can have these little wins. So I think setting up little wins is going to be, um, it's going to be something. That's such a that. great idea. That is a wonderful idea. Yeah. And so yeah. that came from all of our going back and forth with the 66 day thing. So it wasn't a total loss. That's a nice fail safe to throw in there, I tell you. Because when you need a little victory, when you feel like it's so, the deck is stacked against you so greatly, having the little moments like that can really help and they can keep the momentum going. I think Mm -hmm. that's very wise. Yeah. If you out there, if you think that's wise and maybe you're going to create that in your own plan, hit us up, First Day Pod, Twitter, Instagram, email us. Please send a personal email with your thoughts. We would love to read it. I'm not kidding. It's like the highlight. It's like when we get real mail, like snail mail in the real world. When we get an email from anybody for the show, it's, it's like Christmas Day. It's very exciting. I mean that completely. So please send us an email, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Yeah, and actually I'm like super excited because we just got an, an email. Did you see it? It just came through. Hey, look at yeah, that. I know. It's super hey. exciting. So guys, why it's super exciting is because we didn't really get an email. Well, we got, we got some emails. We didn't get questions. Um, so, but we did not. Yeah, we didn't get any questions. So I was just like a little bit bummed, but now like, yay, I got an email. (laughs) It really is my favorite part. It really is. Absolutely. And we will cover that at the end of the show here. Yes. Right. Uh, But speaking of journaling, uh, Mm -hmm. journaling is a great, tool to use. Uh, Routines don't have to just be for like physical, you know, for your body. Routines can be great for your mental health, arguably probably more useful for that. And I think taking some time to journal can be great for reducing anxiety. Um, It can, it's a, it's a skill that's often used by uh, therapists to, to their clients say, Hey, you know, take 20 minutes to journal, like you said, and it can help you have a thinking time. That's a routine that you can have, whether it's in the morning when you wake up or whether it's at night or in the middle of the afternoon, or maybe you like to do it at like 6.45 PM right after dinner <laughs> or before dinner. Who knows what your schedules are? But I do know that that is just an example of a quality routine and it can help uh, ease the mental aspect, especially during a difficult time like this where a lot of people <laughs> are quarantined and uh, cut off from the world. And by the way, speaking of that, I wanted to mention and give a shout out to Leanne because she, she was trying to get people to connect on Zoom doing the Zoom hug. And I thought that was very cool. Yeah, and it was fun. For, yeah, it was, right? I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. I was Thank very you happy so to be a part of that. Of course. I, mm-hmm. I think for people who don't have that, people who are missing that right now, and could you share how yeah. many people have contacted you about something related to uh, that? Every – so I – me and my mom in the city, we're known as the huggers because everywhere we go, whether it's a construction site or a networking meeting or anything, we hug. And um, I can yeah, verify this, by the way. We do. And, it has happened. And, and do you know what is funny? Uh, so we own our own business. And a few years ago, we thought, okay, is this not professional? Like, should we stop doing this? And then we looked at each other and we're like, no, nobody's going to fire us. It's our business. So we're going to keep doing it. And then we ended up incorporating it into our signature on our emails. So like our, our thing is instead of sincerely or regards, it's big hugs, Lee and T. So we're known as the huggers. And so because of that, through quarantine, 
I don't know if there's been a day that we haven't got some sort of message, email, Facebook comment that says, I miss your hugs or a meme that says, you know, Kermit the Frog saying, oh, we don't get to hug anymore. Like we are always getting something. And so that's what made me think, you know what, this is, this is ridiculous. So we were on a networking, um, um, Frank does a Windsor circle and it's a networking thing that is, uh, it's really cool actually. And he's got like 1100 members and every month in normal times, we get together at a different restaurant. Everybody just networks. It's super easy. Um, but obviously we can't do that right now. So he did a zoom one and 25 people showed up to it. And we all like went around, said what we do and how we're dealing with COVID. And so when it came to mom and I, I did like a hug. I got everybody to hug themselves. And then, um, it brightened everybody's day and it was all business people. And which I guess you would think, well, shocking, not, not very professional. Everybody <laughs> loved it. And so, yeah, we just started. So I wanted to do it. So we did like a, um, we put it out on the internet, like zoom hugs and trying to get that hashtag going. I don't even care if anybody knows that I'm the one that started it. That doesn't matter. Call it Zoom hugs. Call it Facebook hugs. Call it my hugs. I don't care. Just get out there and like hug people virtually and get people to hug themselves. Oops. Get people to hug themselves. And because we need that, even from a biological standpoint, like there's a lot of chemical stuff that happens in your body when you put pressure and you actually hug yourself. There's like the vagus nerve in your brain gets activated and you, that's why we're just going through such a weird time right now. So anyway, so yeah, thanks for plugging that. Um, if you're listening to this and you have a Zoom plugging it, <laughs> yeah, whatever it's called. Well, it's um, part of our life. And we were talking about how, you know, people need affection so. and connection. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so vital. And I so thought crazy. that was such a very thoughtful thing on your part. So kudos to you. Well, thanks. And thank you so much for being a part of it. And everybody that was a part of the first one, thank you. And it's just, I just want everybody to get it out there because I can't believe it. Like, and people, even that's what they're saying too, is the people that are on Zoom calls, they're still not getting that connection because they're not feeling that love. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I don't know. I just, yeah. It's tough for you and I sometimes. I mean, I, yeah. I t we talk every day. We video chat every day. And we do. Thank you. It's sometimes it, it's like, yeah, we're doing it and I care and we really have feelings for each other, but it's almost like sometimes we're not, you just, it's just, you can't like feel it. It's very right. strange. It's yeah. very, very, it's like a whole phenomenon that I don't think it's really been discussed much. So right. I think if I was completely alone, I didn't have anybody in my life, you know, or a wonderful girlfriend like you, Aww, you know, I would, you. I'd be like, Oh man, I would be really isolated and bummed out. And mm -hmm. I'd be grateful to have any type of connection like a zoom hug. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I think we might do it. I'm just trying to figure it. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how people get things started, but I want to like try to figure out how to do. <laughs> how do people get things started? It's a good well, question. Cause I want to do, like my thought is I want to do a zoom hug every day that anybody can kind of jump on and whether it's at lunchtime or something, I want to try to figure it out that they can jump on and then we can all do a zoom hug and it would be like five minutes, whatever. And then at least people get that like connection and smile and whatever. But I don't know like the tech technicalities of how to actually like invite people and like get people in. So I'm trying to figure that whole thing out. Well, I'll try to help you with that. Okay. Thank and I you. think, it reminds me of Hands Across America. I bet we could make this happen. I really do. Hands Across America happened in 1985, I think. We were very young. Hmm. And everybody around the country was Hands Across America. It was a whole thing. But What was it maybe, for? I don't know. You know. I guess I forgot what it was for. It was just like this thing to do because there was no internet back then. So wow. people had to get together in real life to do Hands Across America. Wow. But I think like your idea could be something similar. If, if we could just get the word out and have people connect, we yeah. could have millions of people doing this all at once. It would be really cool. I think people would be totally down for it Yeah. because I, I, can, feel, I can feel that out there in the world. But We all need it. It was just supposed to be a, a continuous, Hands Across America was supposed to be a continuous connection of 
people holding hands across the United States. We're supposed to connect the whole country from end to end. And I think there's like roughly 6 million people involved. So I'm not sure. That's so cool. If it was for a fundraiser or not, I really think it was just an opportunity to try to do some type of record for like holding hands. So. Wow. Cool. Um, I'm just writing. There was, was, yeah, there was fundraising too. They raised $15 million apparently. So. Oh, wow. For various charities. I'm not sure which ones, but anyways, that's not the point. The point is that like something like that could still happen online and even easier now because it's so easy to connect with people. Yeah. Speaking of which, why didn't, that's actually, that's actually a really great segue into yeah. your potathon. Oh, that was so cool. On that was Sunday, right? Today is Tuesday and that was Sunday. Yeah. 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 Tell was, them about it. That was so cool. I was a part of a, 12-hour potathon where uh, Justin Mason, who is a fantasy baseball expert, uh, is a good guy. Um, he's also uh, 15 years sober, 15 years of recovery from substance misuse. So that is something he's... Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. As somebody... We also... So he posted on Twitter that it was his 15 years the other day on Saturday, the day before. And I congratulated him. I also told him, yeah, it's been two and a half years for me on the same day. It was two and a half years exactly. So. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Congratulations. I, was, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was a fun coincidence. April 25th. I started on October 25th. So it was two and a half months exact or two and a half years exactly to the mm-hmm. day. And anyways, he's a great guy. Also, he loves fantasy baseball. He does a lot for the community. He's always fundraising. And this telethon was just 12 hours of him talking with like a hundred other people every half hour he had four or five new people come in to the stream and talk baseball for a half hour and then he booted them out and then the next group came in and it was great I was on during the afternoon and I really feel wonderful about it you know doing something I haven't really been a part of a lot of charity events I gotta be honest I gotta come clean here mm-hmm. you know I think it's great I, I don't think anybody's ever gonna knock charity but well that sucks you know no one's gonna <laughs> say that but a lot of us don't do it and I thought it was cool to be a part of the the whole situation where we're doing something that we enjoy talking about baseball but it also has a purpose of uniting people and they raised uh, over six thousand dollars that's awesome yeah and this was for yeah this was for meals on wheels so meals on wheels got six thousand dollars more and they're a legit charity they deserve it i uh, volunteered for them once or twice in maryland so i can actually attest to that the things they do make a difference especially right now so yes that was great and i feel good about it it was fun uh i got I lost the connection while I was on there. I learned that uh, my internet is not so strong in my room. So <laughs> I will not be doing any more streams in my bedroom. So, um, but yeah, that was so fun. And thank you for tuning in, Leanne. Thank you to anybody who checked that out. And uh, thank you, Justin Mason. This guy is a great guy. If you like baseball at all, go to Twitter and follow him at Justin Mason FWFB. He's, he's known for his uh, baseball show, The Sleeper and the Bust. And he is someone who has a good heart he's very sarcastic and has quite the wit but he's got one of those um what do they say like the guy the tough guy with like a heart of gold he's he's mm-hmm. he's kind of like that he is everything he does is for the greater good that's beautiful it was i feel yeah. glad i was able to be a part of it i was just grateful to be there so thank you justin and, and thank you mike that was really cool yeah well Thank you for your support. You were very supportive of it. And I'm just grateful to have uh, someone like you in my life who's uh, that supportive. I mean, geez, people would pay good money to get support like that. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I had no idea what you guys were talking about or any of the names that you guys were talking about. <laughs> but what I did like is he's very good at um, um, really engaging. I was watching you guys and cause you're really good at that. Like you, when, when people are talking, you're really, you're listening to who's talking. So even though there were like, there, the four of you got one, two, three, four, yeah. there were the four of you guys, you were always like really listening to what the person was saying and really engaged. And so was he, he's very uh, personable that way. So it was, it was nice to watch you too. I didn't really watch, sorry. I didn't really tune in for any of the other stuff. <laughs> Oh. But I did watch you. Yeah. You didn't hear uh, Anthony's the incredibly strong New York accent? 
No, I didn't really. Oh, know. you missed. I thought you'd love that. You love New York City. Yeah, I did. Which one was he? Oh, his name's Anthony Aniano. He was on there at the same time I was. So. With the one with the glasses? Nope. Which one was he? Now I got to go <laughs> back and see which one. He was one. like the, the loud guy from the New York area. It was very oh, obvious who he was. Oh, the guy at the so. top. Yes, I did like his accent. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that is, doesn't matter at all. What does matter is uh, his wife, Mrs. Salinger, she's incredible. So Justin and his wife do wonderful things together. They're like a force for good, even though they have... They're, they, they're not shy about being themselves. I, I really look up to them in a way because they'll, they'll swear like crazy. They're like, swear like pirates. They, but they mm-hmm. have kids, their parents, they raise a family together. They're very supportive of doing things that are positive in this world. Uh, an overall benefit. Their existence is a benefit, but they are always themselves. I mean, he mm-hmm. smokes. He smoked on the street. Uh, he did. <laughs> You saw that. I mean, it was crazy. He's, he wasn't shy about it. He's not shy about who he is at all, and nor is she. She is hilarious. So they're great people, and I'm just glad to be uh, connected to them. I, I would have never have known them. Uh-oh. I would never have had the opportunity to get the laughs, get the uh, connection I had with them if I had not started doing a podcast and made the effort. That's it. You know, it goes back to the routine. I started creating a routine. I'm going to start doing a podcast every week. We'll, we'll just do it. We're just going to do it and we'll figure it out as we go. We'll learn. We'll make adjustments. Everything that needs to be done will be done, but we just got to do it. And we started flowing. And now here I am. I'm talking to you. This is our sixth episode. We're doing this podcast, you know, doing the baseball podcast, 15, 16 episodes now. Mm-hmm. Getting to connect with other people. I got invited to a new podcast. I'm not trying to gloat here. It's not about me. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm trying to express to you out there, if you're hearing my voice, that you have to engage to make any type of connection or momentum or to, to see results of any kind. Whatever the results are that you're hoping for, or maybe you don't even realize you want, you have to put the engine in motion and go forward. Amen. So that's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah. And you're going full. So you did that. So you, what, and then you're, what is it called? Guest host, a pod guest hosting guests. No, I'm like a, I'm like a rotating co-host. I'm a rotating. part of the pod, but I'm not on every episode. Yeah. And then That's you also, you also started another podcast too. <laughs> yeah. There's a movie <laughs> podcast with uh, Eric and Travis, old high school friends of mine. That's fun too. So if you like movies, you know, you'll, you'll, you can find it. It's called cinema nine, but that's yeah. just for fun. It's just all fun to do. And uh, if it all becomes too much, once the COVID crisis is over, then maybe I'll have to make adjustments. But for now, I really like doing everything I'm doing. And sometimes I hate it, though. I, I did post uh, yesterday on Twitter. I was like, oh, God, why do I get this feeling of dread every time I have to record? Hmm. But then when it, <laughs> I'm done, I'm always so happy I did it. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Don't you kind of get that? not going to be overarching but don't you kind of get that with a lot of things yeah 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 it's a real issue with mine i I get this like fear like it'd just be easier to do nothing it is easier just to do nothing not rewarding but it is easier but it really yeah it really (laughs) hangs in my it hangs over me i'm like oh anything that has to be done a social event a, Mm a lot of things it's not everything but you're right it is a lot of things and it's it's definitely something I need to, at least I'm admitting it. I'm aware of it. So, But the other thing is, is that you push through it. That's the impressive part. Because like. Well, I didn't I'm, always do that. <laughs> I know, but you're here now. Who cares what we used to do? You know, mm. so. Well, it means everything because I learned so much from what I used to do. I think that matters. Oh, it does matter. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, you're definitely ahead, right. Thanks. Yeah, but. I don't think, I don't think that should negate what we're doing now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if, even with this, this is only six podcasts in or episodes in, I guess, you know, I'm so, I'll get the lingo down. So six episodes in, um, that's still significant considering like I've never done one before. So like, you know, with you, every step that you're doing that you're like recording, even though you don't necessarily want to do it a big step little wins i guess little win little win you're right little wins Mm -hmm. 
If you have some little wins you want to share with us, please contact us. First day pod at protonmail.com. There's a lovely Instagram page. Leanne does a lot of that work. Give her a shout out for that. Hit her up on Instagram at first day pod and on Twitter at first day pod. We are always available for you. The other thing is, is that if you like ours is your, ours is yours. Like with the Instagram, all of it, this pod, everything. So if you're like, you kind of want to find out what other people are thinking about something, let me know. I don't, I don't need to tell them that you want to find this out. I'll do up a post for you in our Instagram, whether you want it to be a story and we'll do a poll or you want it to be a post. I'll do it for you to get, um, you know, more, um, information. So we had one, we had made one post. This was a couple weeks ago. We made one post and within the comment section, we found out that, you know, one of the guys was like, um, this is what I'm doing with my kids, but I'll take any other suggestions. And so I ended up making another post that talked about like, do you guys have any suggestions for what to do with a family during COVID kind of thing? So if you want us to, like, if you want to direct any, um, post specific content, I'll make that up for you. You know, I don't mind. I, this is all for you guys too. So. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Today's about routine. So we're going to wrap up the show here. Talk about routines one last time with the emails, but I wanted to say that a routine takes time and don't beat yourself up. If you're struggling to maintain it, if you're, failing just get back on the old horse it's easy to say that but try to take those words to heart i i have failed so many times i've had so many bad routines i when i lived in maryland the last couple years year and a half before i moved back here in michigan in beautiful state the great lake state run by the fantastic governor whitmer we are a top-notch state one of the best states in the country no doubt about it mm-hmm. and i'm happy to be a michigander but i spent some time in maryland and it's a really fabulous state as well very lovely I developed some bad routines down there. I worked overnights. I was an Uber driver and I would work nine to five overnight, 9 PM to 5 AM. And I would get off work at five, come home. (laughs) And that was dinner time. So I would eat and I would eat all this terrible food. I'd watch TV, play some video games. Then I go to bed and that led to some negative outcomes for my body and my health and, I did that for many months because I learned the routine. I got into the routine. Well, this is my schedule. This is my overnight. If you work overnights, if you work midnights, I I understand what it's like. I feel for you because it can make your life very awkward when the rest, the majority of society is working like a nine to five. Although everyone is, a lot of people are unemployed right now, but you get my point. So so I, I I just learned that and I can unlearn it. And I did. I had to switch gears. I had to change not just my mental state of being. I had to change jobs almost. I had to change a lot. It didn't just happen by saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing something differently. I'm not going to eat right before I go to bed at 5 a.m. I'm going to eat before I go to work. You know, I, I had to change my whole lifestyle. And sometimes it's not just an easy answer to create a change for yourself, to create a routine. You have to, you have to, um, Really find a schedule, uh, a lifestyle that works for you. You know, maybe you're, maybe you're single and that lifestyle doesn't work for you. Maybe you need to be with somebody who, I have a friend of mine who, he really thrives off his partner. If he didn't have his partner, he would be lost. I swear he really would. So um, that works for him. He needs that and he knows that. Mm -hmm. So just ask yourself, what do you need? And then meet those needs. And I'm just going to interject really quickly. So if you are single and it's not working for you, you don't necessarily need a significant other partner. You can find somebody as a good dear friend or somebody else. So I just don't want people. Of course. That are, yeah. I just want to make it that clear. Go ahead. Well, I've been, I was, you know, before we were together, I was single forever. I know the single life better than anybody. Mm-hmm. And I had some good times in, in terms of like production and routines I got the best shape of my life when I was single in 2010, flash 11. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't because of anybody else. It's because I wanted to do it. I also had created the proper lifestyle for myself at the time. So it doesn't, 
It's not about being single. It's not about being married. It's not about mm-hmm. anything other than finding the lifestyle that fits you and maximizes your efficiency and benefits so that you can live, you know, I'm not saying I have, we don't have to go down to the debate of what does it mean to be happy, but if you could just be content, satisfied, mm-hmm. feel some uh, peace and comfort in your life, that's all you need. And just for right now, like, like you said, you don't know, you know, what's going to happen. You've got four podcasts right now. You don't know what's going to happen after COVID, but you're just going through it right now. When you're working right now, if you're listening to this and saying, okay, I'm going to get a routine together. Don't worry about what that's going to look like when this is over. Just Mm -hmm. figure out what it's going to look like now and maybe think about, okay, you know, when this happens, how am I going to be able to like evolve that into my other schedule? But for right now, just make the moves for right now. So you really don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Leanne, spot on. Routines can also help with stress. So that's why they're important. They're not just something to do. Mm -hmm. If you have everything structured, if you have a routine that works for you, then you don't have a bunch of chaos. If you're someone who thrives on chaos, then that's your routine, I guess. But Generally, studies have shown the more organized structure you can have, the less stress you likely have because things will fit into the proper slots they need to go in in your life. Mm-hmm. And you know what I just heard? I heard I was listening to a podcast. Um, what's his name? Impact Theory. Uh, uh, Tim Ferriss. No, uh, Baloo. What's it? Tom? Gosh. Baloo from The Jungle Book? Yeah. Okay. Guys. Oh gosh. I'm so sorry. So anyway, um, oh my gosh, he is going to, his ego is going to go down a little bit right now. Cause I like, feel oh. like everybody knows who this guy is. Anyway, I yeah. feel like it's, I always call him Tom, but it might not be, it might be Tim or something else. Anyway. Doesn't matter. So anyway, his podcast is impact theory and he was on Tony bill you Tom bill you Tom. It is Tom. Okay. It is Tom. You're right. Tom yeah. bill you. Yeah, my memory's not always on point. Good but job. Know. So anyway, I I love listening to him. And I was listening to a podcast about routines um, through him. And one of the things that he was saying right now that he's doing, and he's like the master of like just growing and putting routines in and being like totally diligent. But um, him and the guy that he was speaking to, which his name is really popular too, and it's like just escaping me. But anyway... Um, they were talking about they're incorporating um, fun time and downtime right now, which sounds like ridiculous that you would have to like incorporate that and make it a routine. But they're saying, and and I agree, you can get through this whole like quarantine thing, come out of it and be like, man, that was horrible. Like that whole thing was just so sad. And even with a family, but if you make like you know, if you're single and you're alone, make time with like girlfriends that like, you know, every night or every Wednesday night you have this, or you know what, I'm going to start a puzzle and I'm going to do a puzzle for an hour every single day, but like incorporate things into your life right now. And we don't have that luxury when we're go, 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 but we do have that luxury right now. Take advantage of it. You know, I thought that was really important too. Okay. I think that's that makes a lot of sense. That is very important. Yeah. They were talking about video games. You would have loved it. I didn't know anything that they were talking about, but it sounded like fun. I don't know. I might not have known either. I, I don't know everything about video games. I do play some, though. But yeah. mostly sports games. Yeah. They were talking about something sports. <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> some, something sports. Yeah. Something sports related. Anyway, okay. So let's close with today's email. It comes from Eric. Eric has written a series of questions. Um, I'm not really sure <laughs> how he came up with these, but they're, they're kind of just all over the place. So we're going to go through some of them and uh, oh, cool. maybe you can answer them yourself. If you have some answers to these questions, we would love to get your feedback. If you hear a question and you have an answer, write us at firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Or on our Instagram, I'll have a show notes. So they'll all be there. You can reread them. Even better. Even better. <laughs> so what is the most surprising baseball stadium you have been to? <laughs> These questions are so all over the place. They're great. I'm, I'm excited to see what people's answers are going to be when I put them out in the show notes. What is the most surprising baseball stadium you have been to? Uh, Leanne, does, what, do you have an answer to that? Um... 
Um, for me, the most surprising, I guess maybe the most surprising thing that I, I went to Yankee stadium on their last game and I didn't realize that they were already starting building the, I guess they would have had to, but they were already starting to build the other stadium right next to it. So that was surprising for me. I thought we were going to go and for some reason, I thought they were going to like tear down and start back up, but they were already starting to do some sort of construction or something. I can't remember. It was many years ago. Do you remember when the Yankee Stadium went up? Uh, yeah, I think it was about 2009 ish, 2010. Yeah, 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to the other one. One of the best <laughs> okay. attributes of your mother and father. I, so the best attributes of my mom is that she um, she's very organized. She's a she loves routines. She's got a lot of great routines. She would be excellent in this aspect. She is very organized. She knows at where everything is and she is very detail oriented. So I give her a lot of credit of being organized and sticking to routines. She's had some of the same routines for decades. So kudos to you, mom. Yeah, and then my dad, amazing. my dad is a, his best attribute is he's extremely diligent. He, he always finishes a job. He makes sure that he sees it through to the end. So good job, dad. You've always been able to have a strong work ethic that's been instilled in you and you always made sure that whatever you were trying to do, you completed it. Or if you had to go to work and it totally sucked, you did it anyway. So good job. Way to go. That's awesome. Those are really yeah. nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm. Well, I should, I should say mine then. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Because <laughs> my mom listens. So yes. she really likes Hi, the podcast. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay. So best attribute. Um, so for mom, God, I mean, she's mother Teresa, so she's got so much going on. <laughs> I think her best is that she, like her heart is just huge. So she like, she's the most genuine person you're going to meet. And Absolutely. even- yeah. Even like as a daughter, there's a lot of things that I'll be like, okay, mom, got it. Like always, every time I leave the house, make sure you're careful, make sure. But she, it comes from such a kind place. Like she's literally worried about everybody. If somebody is going through something, she's just such a sweet woman. She'll be like, I'll pray for you. And then literally she'll like, want to pray for like pray for them. And then she'll ask me about it like a week later. Did you hear about da 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 da? And a lot of times I even forget. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't check in. I'll go check in with them. But she, she's very <laughs> kind. Um, and then my dad, my dad has this like, he's just a doer. So he doesn't even like really think about stuff. He always has like a to-do list from my mom about things that need to get done in the house. And at work, if he's like done his work shift, like things that he has to do at work, he'll still find things to make like things better. So he's just a doer and he's not really a big thinker on how am I going to do this? How am I going to plan it? He just gets it done and gets it done quick mm -hmm. and efficiently. And so I think that's one of his best attributes and his joke telling. He's like, I think he invented all the dad jokes. So <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes are very in right now. I will they, say they are. <laughs> Recommend an act of kindness. Mm. Zoom hugs. What's that? Zoom hugs. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't have said it better. I completely agree with that. Awesome. You could always ask someone how they are doing. It's simple. And then listen for the answer. <laughs> right. And then actually respond to it. Yes, that would yes. be a big help. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Not just say, hey, what's up? Saying, how are you doing? You know, yeah. sometimes people don't get asked that and then it's a surprise to them. So, yeah, it's very small, but it is something, a little kindness. Yeah. Um, why don't we leave? Why don't we leave that? Because there's, there's some really good ones here. I'm actually not going to put them all out onto the show notes. I'm only going to put the ones that we talked about. And then okay. why don't we just keep them? So then if we have another week that we, I'm hoping it never happens again that we don't get an email from you guys. But if, <laughs> Per chance it happens, then we have these to back it up. Okay, great. I am fine with that. Thank you. Okay. Good I hope idea, you're okay Leanne. with that, Eric. Thank you. Eric, you saved the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Eric and Rhonda, we love you guys. We do. We miss you. Well, oh, and Rhonda, actually, Eric is the husband of Rhonda, and Rhonda's the one that did all of those, um, the 
uh, beautiful, what is it called? Um, watercolor art mm-hmm. that's on our Instagram. Oh yeah. Those were gorgeous. Weren't they? They really were. Yeah. yeah. She's very talented. Yeah. Everybody loved them. I actually threw it on my personal Facebook too. And everybody was like, Oh my God, those are so pretty. So I think they're ours. I'm hoping she didn't throw them out. I think that she's going to give them <laughs> to us the next time that we ever see her again. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That would be great. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Thank you, Rhonda. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, this has been another episode of the first day of the rest of our lives. As we said, you can find us on First Day Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Leanne does great work on Instagram. It's really a fun page, interactive, uh, upbeat. If you're looking for something to give you a little kick to the day, we are there for you. Uh, email us, please. Don't let Leanne down. She gets very sad if there's no emails. And I get, I get bummed out too because we're doing this for everybody. It's not for mm-hmm. us. It's for you. So mm-hmm. write us. Connect with us. We will connect right back to you. I guarantee it. Leanne always responds to the emails. And she quite thoughtfully, I might say. Mm. Well, it and matters. I, yeah, it does matter. And I do too. So I'm just saying she mm-hmm. does a better job of giving a nice thoughtful return message. So first day pod is where that's at. First day pod at protonmail.com. Did I miss anything? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. It'll be out Great. tonight. It will be. We'll wrap this Well, they're up. actually listening to it right now, so I guess it's all right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll get it. Well, that was a good show. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being a part of the show, Leanne. Thank you, Mike. This is so fun. It is. I love doing this show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a pleasure. We will talk to you next week. Bye.